0: On today's episode of The Wave Podcast, we start off the GOAT, Tom Brady, officially hanging him up again. This one we think is for real this time. Tom Brady retires after 20 plus years in the league, undisputed greatest of all time in the NFL. So we break down his heartfelt goodbye to the league, what we think, how we felt, really just saying goodbye to Tom Brady. Uh, Not a whole lot of movement in the Orioles camp this week. Not a ton regarding the OC search, regarding Lamar, really regarding anything. There hasn't been a whole lot of talk coming out of the castle. Uh, But we talk about Dave Canales getting a second interview with the team, some of the internal candidates, and a new candidate that popped up on the Ravens' radar this week. We move on by recapping the conference championships in the AFC and NFC. Chiefs taking down the Bengals 23-20, and the Eagles taking down the 49ers 31-7. After we talk a little bit of football, we talk some other sports. Get into a little bit of hockey talk with Scott, updating us on where we are at the halftime br- or half point break, rather. And also baseball, pitchers and catchers are reporting soon. World Baseball Classic is right around the corner, so we give a little baseball talk as well. We send you guys into a great weekend. So without further ado, here we go, episode thirty-nine. Pull me closer I can't I'm into you I can't Don't let you Drop my eyes. Pull me closer
1: Welcome back to the Wave Podcast. Today is Friday, February third, two thousand twenty-three. Scott, holy shit! It's February.
2: Yeah. I, that damn gopher who saw a shadow this morning.
1: Yeah, gopher's a real piece of shit, huh?
2: Is it a gopher?
1: Uh,
2: groundhog or, or beaver, all the same.
1: Groundhog, yeah, all the same. They're all cousins.
2: No, I think they're the same.
1: Are they what's the difference between a gopher and a beaver? I don't know. I mean, we what were just, We were just talking about <laughs> we were just talking about science before we jumped on here. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure science has something to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so January's over. Um, January as just as a month. Sucks. Terrible month.
2: Um yeah, like at least you got like the new year, you start your new year's resolutions, you're rolling January. You just kind of get kicked in the dick with just like winter it's just like damn
1: now i hate february i don't know what it or excuse me not february january i hate january and i don't know why but every year january it's just like yeah i mean it's terrible 31 days
2: i was i was walking gym this morning and um i had just like my spotify on just like recently most played and um i had on like shuffle and a christmas song came on and i was like oh i was like let's turn that off and i was just like jesus that was that was two months ago I was listening to this stuff. Like, that blows my collective mind. Um, yeah, man, you yeah, ever seen that depth of winter right now? Kind of the, like, it's it's the tough part where you can kind of start to, like, things are happening on the calendar that you're like, all right, like, we should be starting to get some some nice weather here shortly, in the next month or so. But you never know with Maryland. You never know.
1: Yeah, Maryland. I mean, that's the great thing about Maryland. You get all four seasons in a year. Bad thing about Maryland. You can get all four seasons in a matter of 24 hours. 12 in some cases yeah um but anyway how you been how how is the start to your february
2: good dude i have to start this assignment for school where i, I don't know if i told you about this but i i i'm I on day you I'm on day two of it where i essentially live in poverty oh you um, did tell me about this yeah you were telling me on sunday and a day and um it fucking blows holy yeah folks dude like i kind of thought i was like i right, like i'll kind of I'm kind of meh around it but then i'm like yeah we might as well like do it right like we might as well like yeah i mean if you're gonna do it do it like let's see what we got and brother by like breakfast i was done i was like jesus how do we do this and so i said like you have to write a journal at the end of it and she's mm-hmm. like she's like be honest like if you're over like you're not gonna get a failing grade like because i can't really tell if you're being honest if you're not like just write it and i was like i'll be honest after breakfast i was over <laughs> I was like this is just so then today I woke up and I didn't get great sleep. And I don't know if that had correlation with like me trying to like not do what I normally do. Um, and then I like I like started working out this afternoon and I was like, oh, no. Like I just had no energy. I had like I was just like exhausted. I took a nap, had a cup of coffee and I'm just beat dude, beat. I will say
1: I've been extraordinarily exhausted this entire week.
2: I was saying to it's tough at this time of the year it's tough to like get up and get rolling early because it's like, Hey, it's cold as shit. So you're like snuggled in your bed. You feel nice yep. and warm. You're cuddled up. Yep. And then like the sun isn't up yet still by like seven 15. And like, you're just drained, dude. You got like, no, and it's not nice out to where you can like enjoy your cup of coffee outside. Like it's just a, just a tough time of the year. No, it's awful. And that's what I mean. Like
1: I I've, I've long said that with the cold, Like, I love winter. I love the winter season. But after Christmas, if you're not going to get if you're not going to give me snow, fucking get me to spring. Yep. And that's I feel like we're like in the absolute epitome of that right now, where it's like just brick cold. You don't want to go outside. Every time you step outside, the cold literally smacks you in the face. Mm -hmm. And it just yeah, it's the worst yeah it's worse but uh, yeah i remember you telling me about that uh that assignment that you were doing we were watching the games on sunday together i remember you telling me about that sounds excruciatingly painful like
2: yeah and then like you have to pick two shirts and two pairs of pants to wear so this is the sh- one of my shirts and one of my pairs of pants and and like a like you look into your closet and i have like an ensemble amount of clothes mm-hmm. and i was sitting there and i was like damn like I feel kind of like a jackass because I'm like sitting here like complaining that I have to like pick two pairs of clothes and I'm like, shit, some of these people don't even have a choice of what they get to wear. Like it could be brick cold out and they don't have a choice to wear like be smart with it and wear like a long sleeve shirt all day. Like I was like, damn, I feel like an asshole. So I made sure (laughs) to like recollect myself, been doing a lot of meditation, which has been like the the highlights of my morning so far. Mm -hmm. Um, It's been hard. I will not lie. It's been a lot. And uh, I wrote in my journal today just before we hopped on. I was like, I'm gonna be honest. This sucks. Like I was just like, this is <laughs> this is not this is not, good. not good. Sounds sounds brutal. I honestly don't know
1: how I would be able to do it. Um, but yeah, it's cool. I mean, that reminds me when I was in college, I uh, my freshman year, I had to take a anthropology class. Mm. Um, and, and pertained to my major absolutely none. Like had literally no impact on. It was it was pointless, but had to do it. And the class was actually really cool. College is anyways. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but my professor, when he was in college, I think he said he went to University of Richmond, maybe. Um, and when he was doing his uh like doctorate studies in anthropology, he went yeah. to uh Trinidad Tobago. Tobago. Oh, um, and he was based he just like lived there and like inundated himself with like, I don't know if they're tribes or what, but like the the local like native people there. Yeah. And Yeah, he would, like, tell us stories and shit about, like, all the stuff that he had to do and, like, how he would base, like, he got to a point where he was literally just, like, living on, you know, a couple bucks a day, but, like, down there it's completely different. And, like, he would go to the beach, he would, like, gather, like, fruits and stuff and, like, eat just, like, fresh shit from. That's crazy. And just, you know, enjoy the vitamins with the locals down there. He said it was. What kind of vitamins? You know, like, natural herbal vitamins. Nice. That are that are uh, native to the Caribbean area. Nice. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He would he would he would tell us all kinds of crazy shit. But yeah, that uh, be- best
2: of luck to you, brother. Thank you. I can't wait for so- I can't wait for this week to be over. I will be honest. I'll probably. I'll probably stop come Friday. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll be completely honest. I hope my professor doesn't listen to this for whatever reason. Um. No, I hope they do. I, I got the message. I got it. <laughs> it's, it's 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 in here. I got you. Jesus. Yeah. Lesson learned. Mm, golly. And I I was I was writing actually today of like you know I don't have the most income. I'm I'm working part time and 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 not bringing in a lot of cash and doing school and whatnot. And it's like I then thought I was poor and I was like, mm, nope. Like this, I, I I have a nice house that I can pick from what I wear and whatnot. So it's just, just crazy perspective gaining.
1: Yeah, man. That's it sucks, but it's really cool. He
2: he's getting it too. This little Jimbo guy. He's he's out.
1: Yeah. Jim Jim looks like me in about an hour. Yep. Me too. Can't wait. Um, but yeah, other than that, man, um, I have a feeling that this episode is gonna be quick today because there's this week.
0: Kind early. of sucks.
1: yeah. Like a ho hum. Not a ton. Like a couple headlines that we'll get to and shit that we'll talk about, but not a very eventful week
2: in terms of, I mean, football in general. But really, just as a whole, like no nuggets I'm, of anything that's like interesting. Like, couldn't the Rory and uh, Patrick Reed stuff happen this week instead of last? Like it would just yeah, be, that would have been nice. Would have been nice, if, but if, but game instead, is, yeah, yeah. Instead we get we get Joe Mixon putting a gun at someone's face. Yeah, fuck him. He's a he's a scumbag scum bag actually i wish peters would have took off his helmet then punched him in the face and it still wouldn't have shouldn't have been a 15-yard penalty right honestly the league should pay
1: back uh marcus peters fine yeah yeah and then and
2: then like 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 doubly triply fine uh joe mixon suspend him indefinitely yeah the hill gets suspended never mind i'm gonna stop <laughs>
1: it's all right i know exactly where you were going and you and i are on the same page <laughs> uh so all right we'll just jump right into it um like we said football not a ton of shit going on um before we go into ravens and and the games that were played last week um rather large nugget um tom brady retired I, dude that video again was, again that
2: video it got me a little choked up it was yeah, when, me, me too you could tell he was like I think he was literally sitting by himself and walked out to the beach and was like, I'm going to make this decision of what I feel. Right. And then like, you could tell it was like very tough for him. So I was like, damn, I like, I don't know what it is. I get when people feel sad, I then feel really sad with them. And I like started crying and Chris was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I was like, I was like, not let Tom stop ready. We're good. We're good. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, uh, so I
1: watched, I think he released it like in the morning, right? Like around like nine or 10 AM. Yeah, yeah. Like I, was, I was eating breakfast. Yeah, I was I was sitting at my desk doing some work, and, uh, and I saw it. Like, I think somebody sent it to me. And um, I was like, you know, I'm not necessarily surprised. I mean, I think watching how he's played, not even last season, but the, basically just the entirety of this season, with everything that, you know, went on off the field, I think it was, you know, I don't think it shocked really anybody. It was time. It was time. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like – you could tell he was by himself. He was on a beach. It was obviously early in the morning, you know, yeah. uh, whether he filmed it the day he released it or, you know, prior Before or something. Yeah. You know. yeah. Um, but I, I have a feeling that he basically was like, you know, I'm going to go out. I'm going to sit by the beach. I'm going to make sure I'm 100 percent about this decision. You know, he listened to the waves. He kind of had a moment to to just be with himself. And he, he was like, all right, right, I'm this. that's it. I'm done. And I think that was the emotion that kind of just came pouring out. Yeah. The video. Yeah. And yeah, like you, man. Like I, I didn't like, I didn't like get teary eyed or anything, but I definitely got like a little emotional. I was like, wow, this is
2: like you felt it. You felt in your plums.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I could see how hard it was for him to just kind of yeah. do that, and it, it almost like you could see it hitting him like mid-video when he, yeah, when that he, he was started. Holy like,
2: really hell! I'm actually gonna retire. Like yeah,
1: when he was like, like you could see what was going on in his head. Like this is all that I've known for the last twenty yeah. something years. You
0: know, I've dedicated my life
2: like- to this. For real, like stepping away from something like, like eventually when we step away from gambling, like that'll be hard. We may not. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be putting parlays on my deathbed, brother. That's like, could you imagine stepping away from doing something you've done since you were six, seven years old, and you're now forty some years old? You've been doing it for forty years of your life, like dedicated to this, and then like all of a sudden, like it's not like it's not like a slow little. It's like a cut done, like. Over, and I think that that's why, like guys like Clayus Campbell haven't committed to it yet, because I think it's just like unbelievably difficult. I think it's why Peyton hung on for as long as he did. Like, I, like you could like I think you said, I think you could see him like, oh my God, like this is a mm-hmm. I don't know Tom Brady without football, and it's like I cannot imagine that person. Like I just don't I don't know how you deal with and grip with it. i I struggled enough when I was done in high school, like let alone add another forty years, thirty years on top of that. like, no thanks. I'm good. Yeah, I mean that's how I was with football,
1: and I stopped in high school. Like I, I only I played for I don't know ten years or something, and I, I was like super emotional. I was upset. Like making the decision to stop playing was super hard for me. So I can't even imagine. Like I can't even begin no. to like try to relate no. to somebody like Tom Brady, who you know one ninety nine overall, yeah, uh, Michigan, never thought like behind Drew Bledsoe, and then goes on to become the greatest of all time. It's I. You could like all of his, he, that was the most vulnerable I, and most relatable. I think anybody could have been to Tom Brady at any given moment. Um, yeah. But congrats to the goat, man. Hell of a yeah. career. Nobody, nobody will ever touch any of his, his success records and mm-hmm. anything that he's done. The, the six rings in new England will never be replicated by anybody, let alone seven total like that. Yeah. that
2: that's, that's disgusting. <laughs> It's silly. It'll never, it'll never happen again. This is what Super Bowl 57, correct? Is that what this is? Yeah. So we've been doing this for 57 years. And the next closest team is six. Like that's crazy. Like, that's bananas. So he's incredible, dude. I I like I've said this before, I kind of view Brady the same I did with Jeter. Like, I closetly always liked him and I always respected him. And so, like, when he would like go win Super Bowls every year, I was kind of like. It's just kind of dope. Like, I just, because I I love watching people when they're the best at what they do, regardless of what team they're on. And that's why I don't hate Pat Mahomes. It's why I don't hate Joe Burrow. It's why I don't hate Josh Allen, because I think they're really fucking good. And I hope they have awesome careers. And I hope Lamar has awesome careers. But it's like, you you, you can't be a guy that just hates someone because they just solely are good. And and Brady, yeah, had some stuff in his career that was, like, weird and, and iffy. But, like, meh, meh. Yeah, I I mean I never
1: liked per se Tom Brady when he was in New England, but I always he correct. It, oh he was big time yeah. I I always likened it to uh, the the quote from Anchorman where um, Vince Vaughn was like Ron Burgundy. I deeply hate you, but God damn it, do I respect you? Yeah. That's how I always viewed Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, but then he left New England and he became you know
2: Florida Tom, Tampa Tom, and he was likable. And that video of him throwing the Lombardi Trophy from one boat to the other is still to this day hilarious hilarious hearing his kid hilarious Yeah, no and he just fucking yeets it
1: across the place you know what I'm gonna walk back something that I said a couple seconds ago after that when he was carried out stumbling drunk that was the most I've ever related to Tom Brady anyway I digress that was Uh, me at Lexi's wedding (laughs) yeah uh that was me Saturday also in Tampa um No, the great career. Honestly, it's, it feels like a part of my childhood is dying because I mean, I'm 25 years old. I've only ever known football with Tom Brady in it. So definitely going to be sad just from like a general fan perspective. Yeah. But I mean, if there was ever a time for Brady to hang
2: it up, I think now is probably the right time. i should have been last year for being completely honest. Like you could just tell he wasn't, he, he didn't have it anymore. And like, I think like, honestly, I think he probably
1: wanted to, but if you remember last year, like, he was he was like leaning on his whether he wanted to or not and then like Schefter broke the news and then like Darlington was like oh yeah Yeah. Tom's retired so Tom really didn't get to like do it himself I I mean he'll he'll never say it but I honestly think that if he was able to do what he did this year last year and like break it on his own maybe he stays retired and doesn't come back you know but nevertheless man great career literally nobody's ever gonna touch him as far as the success the rings the Super Bowl appearances, you know, the touchdowns. Crazy. He's, he's the greatest of all time. Undisputed. Nobody's ever going to touch him and wish him the best in retirement. Completely agree. Honestly, we were just, we were just talking about it before we jumped on. I, I, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be like at least a year, maybe two before he goes into the booth with Fox. I think it's going to be this year. Do you really? Mm -hmm. I mean, he's got that contract in waiting and it is a, big old bag it's
2: gonna be bigger than he ever made in the nfl
1: yeah yeah without question crazy uh, but whenever that is i cannot wait because i think he's going to be awesome in yeah the- I think he'll be great i think he'll everybody be really- everybody always talks about him and um darius butler i was listening to him talk about him this morning darius was drafted by the patriots i think played two or three seasons there so he knows tom and he was talking like tom tom isn't a guy like uh you know i'm I don't, I don't know any good example, but he's like, he's not one of these like super arrogant, like high horse guys. Cause he wasn't a super, like, he wasn't the number one overall draft pick when he was 13 years out old. You know what I mean? Like not saying that Trevor's like that, but he wasn't like a Trevor or right. a Peyton or an Andrew luck type recruit. Like he was literally the 199th pick. So he's a little bit more down to earth, more relatable in the locker room at least. Um, so Darius was like, yeah, I think once he, whenever he gets into the booth, whenever he decides to do that, he's going to be, like great like he's not going to be a romo that's people get sick of him super quick or uh like a collinsworth a few years ago that people hated him when he was doing um play by or color whatever the the player does in the booth i and i agree like i cannot wait for tom to get in the booth i think he's gonna be awesome
2: yeah i think he's gonna crush it cannot wait same same Uh, all right dreading the season coming up but we'll get to that another day
1: uh yeah so with that let's go ahead and jump right into it uh we'll start with the ravens and then we'll get to the football that was played and kind of parlay into the end of our football talk uh but we'll start with the ravens because really not a whole lot to talk about with them over the last week no um i think the biggest piece of news coming out of the ravens camp this week was uh the fact that we interviewed um i'm gonna fuck this last name up doug nussmeyer nussmeyer uh, the quarterback's coach from the Cowboys. Yes. And we also
2: uh, uh, interviewed the quarterback coach from Seattle for the second time.
1: Yes. Yeah. Dave uh, Canales. He got a second interview. Um, if either of those two guys like become the guy, I'm
2: not going to hate it. I'll be honest. Like I said last week, I don't care. I don't. The more I think about it, I don't want the enemy. Yeah, we were kind of talking about this on Sunday. Can you explain yourself, just for 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 the listeners of the program? Yeah, I just don't. It's weird that he a has not gotten a head coaching job. I think that I that I agree with. B. I think it's even more weird. He's going from an OC to an OC. C. I would even be a little hesitant, even if he was calling plays fully, but he's not. So that's another issue. And five. The other biggest issue is that he had Andy Reid with him the entire time. So it's like – and he had Pat Mahomes. like So it's like – I don't know. I I don't think he's as good, and I think that's a – I mean, I think there's probably a lot of other reasons why he hasn't gotten a starting gig or a head coaching gig somewhere, but it's like if he's that good, he – I, I just think it's strange. I just don't, I, I don't really want him. And I,
1: I, I definitely, like I said, I agree with you on the fact that like, it's weird. He hasn't gotten a, a head coaching job. And especially cause like when, when he was uh, going into his first, I want to say it was the year after the chiefs beat the Niners uh-huh. in the Super Bowl, when he was like the hot name in the coaching carousel. Uh, I remember vividly like Deshaun Watson, when he was in Houston, yeah. was like, I want the enemy. Cause that was after they got rid of Bill O'Brien. Um, And I forget who they ended up hiring after that, but they were basically like, no. Mm-hmm. Um, was that the year they hired Dave Cully from us? Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was, right? Um, but yeah, I definitely do think it's weird because like people, especially because the the talk about him in Kansas City's offense is like, oh, he's the mastermind behind the design. Like he draws up all the plays. He puts everything into, into the playbook. And then today Ian Rappaport on uh, Pat McAfee show was like, yeah, he like, he's not the quote unquote play caller. Like he's not the one that delivers the plays to Pat Mahomes in his headset, but he, he has a hand in calling the plays, which I have no idea what that fucking means, but basically Rappaport was saying like, yeah, he has experience calling plays and he has done it with the chiefs. So that makes me a little bit more comfortable about him. Um, My thing is like, to the point about why would he make a lateral move? It, Definitely something that I thought about, but somebody on uh, Pat McAfee show during the conversation with Rappaport brought that up. They were like everybody, the perception, right? Perception is everything. And the perception yeah. with Kansas City is that it's Andy Reid's offense and the enemy just kind of holding the seat. Um, Whereas if he were to come to somewhere like Baltimore or not even Baltimore, Washington was another place that uh, yeah. he's apparently high on the list. Uh, the Jets, I'm sure he's in the conversation. He gets an opportunity to actually call plays and prove himself for a head coaching job. So while it would suck if we were to bring him in and he has success, he's gonna get a head coaching job the next year anyway. So we're gonna have to replace that position again.
2: Well, that's why I don't that's part of the reasoning, too. If it's like if I'm Harbaugh, hey, I'm concerned if I'm because you probably like we said, this is Harbs is kind of like this needs to work, right? Yeah. And, and this needs to work, I think, for more than just one season. Like, because mm-hmm. like, then if you if you hire someone this offseason, they have a great, you know, whatever, and they go get hired the next season. You got to go through this again. Because I do think that's all it's going to take for enemy. I think it's going to take one season, and then if he blows up, he's going to get a head coaching gig somewhere. I agree. Whereas if it's someone else that's not quite as known, you probably want to see maybe a year or two of it. And so, like, if I'm Harb's, I kind of want that over, I don't, I don't know. I just don't. And then it's also the risk of, well, what if it doesn't. What if it doesn't work? Yeah. Like what if he's kind of stinky? Like what if he's not. Yeah.
0: I don't yeah. Know. That, that's, I mean, of, it's I just feel like work.
1: that's a, that's a, that's a concern with anybody though. And honestly, like, yeah. With, with that concern, I think I'd rather have somebody like the compared to somebody like Canales or Bobby slowick or, you know, Zach Robinson or whoever, because at least, you know, if it's not going to work, I'd rather it not work with somebody who's actually held the same position, yeah. rather than taking a a, a a shot on a guy who's stepping up. Mm-hmm. But no, I I definitely hear you. My my thing is though, like from Bienemy's perspective, not even the Ravens. From Eb's perspective, the Ravens is kind of a perfect spot for him to. For him,
2: it's perfect.
1: Like like, like presumably, Lamar is going to be the quarterback for the Ravens next year. Presume presumably, don't fucking give me that look. Presumably Lamar's is gonna be the, the quarterback next year. So Eric is thinking, all right, I got one year at least with him. I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna input my offense, I'm gonna use what Lamar does and you know, kind of tailor some shit that we did in Kansas City, bring that over. And plus, again, perspective or uh, perception is everything. If EB signs, free agents, per- particularly pass catchers, are gonna be like, okay, well, he's probably gonna bring the Mahomes offense, Kansas City offense, Andy Reid's offense to Baltimore. <laughs> more passing catch pass catching opportunities for me there. So kind of helps us out. So, and he can kind of have his pick of the litter in terms of free agents or to an extent. So for Eric B I think it's, it's perfect. And you have the defense. So, you know, that you don't have to put up 30 points a game on the offensive side. Cause that defense is going to keep you in most ball games. So for Eric B I think it's a perfect spot compared to, you know, any other place with OC openings. Um, but yeah, it definitely, it's, it's a huge gamble for sure. And I don't remember if I said it to you or if I was talking to somebody else, but genu- generally in the past, the Ravens have gotten these decisions, right? Generally speaking. Mm. So I don't know. I just, I hope they get this one, right. But if it definitely feels like the weight of this particular hire is they more will. than there
2: ever has been for the Ravens in the past. So on the topic of and me being able to bring wide receivers in, from what is being reported, it seems as though the Ravens are going to be going to give Lamar the, is it the in- exclusive franchise tax? Is that what's called? Yes. So that's what, $45 million? Yeah, I think it's like 44 and change, but yeah, 45. So then after that, the Ravens are ranked, I think, seventh in the league with like $33 million in cap space. So- uh,
1: uh, per I think it was Dove Kleinman tweeted it out. They were eighth uh, with the new salary cap number that came out. <laughs> And mm-hmm. I think it was like 29 million, but I saw something. No, a mathematician,
2: so- but that my math ain't math.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm no I'm mathematician. Um, no, but I saw somebody was like, and obviously that 29 million is without Lamar's number, or whatever that's going to end up being. But if you restructure Stanley and Humphrey, I believe. Yeah. Uh, and I think one more, maybe if you restructure Zeitler. That'll get them to like around forty, if not yeah, higher than forty. You
2: still don't have enough, right? To bring but- anyone else in, which is what my point is. Is I think the Ravens know. Obviously, you know that it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that. If a person like me can understand math like that, <laughs> some kid at the at the rock wall last night asked me to do math for him. I said, "Buddy, I ain't doing it." But then, <laughs> um, if you're the Ravens, you that puts even more emphasis on like to me i would actually rather them get a trade done than place that tag on him and prolong this thing into the season because then what that does is you're you're handicapped all off season into doing anything with your team you can't like you 100% 100% whereas if it's a, if it's a extension deal You could they, you know, backload it or you can fluctuate things. You know it's done. Okay, let's start getting some of this other stuff cleaned up with the tag. You have to like, we still don't know if Lamar's gonna be our guy. We don't even know if he's gonna come play. And if it is, then it's this whole last season over again. I don't think they want to do that. And so I don't think it's in any party's interest of 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 them doing that. So or
1: they I completely agree.
2: We could even potentially even do a non-exclusive to where I know it's being reported they're gonna probably do an exclusive but like from the ravens and maybe i i maybe see what the market is and what someone says like to me i you would think the ravens would be able to offer the best offer because they've had him in the building for the last four and a half five years so maybe they let lamar go see the market be like buddy go look at the market i promise you it's not going to be more than what we're giving you and then you get a team that gives you an offer that's maybe even lower than what you originally got them so you're like told you dude Then if it is, then you know what the market is and you go give them more. I don't, I don't know.
1: Yeah, no, I, I would, I would be surprised a little bit uh, if they did the exclusive or excuse me, the non-exclusive tag, which I mean, significantly less, I think it's like 30 or 33. 33. Yeah. Yeah. Um, only, and I would be surprised only because like, uh, Rappaport actually brought that up the other day. He was like, if they were to do that, they don't set the market for him. Like, even if, even if they, they put the exclusive tag on him and they decided they wanted to trade him later on, which I don't know if you could do with a guy on the exclusive tag. I didn't well, think you could. think Once the exclusive tag or any tag gets placed, then the trade can't happen. Right. That was my understanding too. But nevertheless, they wouldn't be able to set the market even if they could trade him or excuse me, they would be able to set the market if they could trade him on the exclusive yeah. tag. Whereas on the non-exclusive tag, some quarterback desperate team could come in and say, Hey, we'll give two first for Lamar. I mean, any other time you're going to trade for him, it's going to be at least three, if not more. Right. Yeah. So yeah. we'll throw two first for him. And I, I don't know. I, I just think that the Ravens are going to be, this has a bad connotation to it, but they're going to be stubborn. And if they can't get a deal done with him, they're going to say, well, look, you're going to play for us or you're not going to play for anybody. Uh, which I think that's probably the right move from a business and football perspective. Um, I just, yeah. I, yeah, but no, I'm 1000% with you. I, I don't remember if I said it on the show or if it was just in conversation or whatnot. They have to, like, it has to be resolved this off season. Like there can it needs be, re-
2: it needs to be resolved, honestly,
1: before, before the free draft. agency starts or the draft. Before, yes. Yes.
2: When's, are those, when are those those? I, mean, I know free agency starts before the draft. So yeah,
1: I think free agency starts like three or four weeks before the draft. Like be uh uh, like second week of March, but
2: they got got about a, about a little
1: bit over a month to get this shit figured out. Yeah. It has to be resolved this off season, whether it's a trade or an extension, you can't put the franchise tag on him because if you put the franchise tag on him, like you said, it's going to be the exact same thing as this past season. It's going to be, you know, one, he gets one tweak or one thing goes out of, out of line and he he won't, he won't play dude. He's not playing nor. And frankly, nor should he no like no, absolutely he, not no he's he, at, at, at at that point from his perspective
2: it's two years into this fucking thing like he yeah. he needs to he needs Pretty to realize really, dude, because they should they, this these talks started last off season no sorry the off season it's before pre, that. right right so, like it was the season after covid where this shit really they should have gotten it done the summer of 2021 and i honestly think that's where lamar's at where he's just like this is going on and that's why i have no hope in this it's like what what makes us think within four weeks he's going to get this thing wrapped up when we've had two years? Yeah, I might just
1: be, you know, wishful thinking or being too optimistic for my own good. But I keep holding on to hope that, like, if we are saying this, you know, Scott Bradley and Dante Frezza at the end of the bar are saying this. Then okay. the fucking Eric DaCostas and John Harbaugh's and Steve Bishotti's and Sashi Brown's, the people that have been in football for their entire fucking lives yeah. should know this that that's just why I think ultimately they'll get it done because you know, like we've been saying for weeks, you've mortgaged your franchise. You've completely built the roster, both sides of the ball on Lamar Jackson being a quarterback for, for him to be let go. Even if you do get three first round picks for him, what other quarterback are you going to get to steer the shit? Like if you're going to get three first round picks, fine. What's the contingency? What's, what's the backup plan? You know, is it, is it Huntley? Cause we've seen what that looks like. All right. And maybe maybe, maybe it, my maybe I mean, my viewpoint from the end of the bar is just distorted, but it's not, doesn't look very good. Huntley is not as good as he needs to be to steer this ship. So, if Lamar being traded is your is your
2: plan, what is what's the answer for for quarterback? Maybe they think we can get five for one season with Hunt, or and we we draft the quarterback and we go from there. We start back up. I, I don't know, dude. I, I'm not saying it's the right thing, but they've done a lot of things these last two seasons that I'm just like. Makes no damn sense. Yeah,
1: yeah. I guess, man. I don't know. I unfortunately, I don't think we're gonna hear much over the next couple of weeks. I really do think it's gonna come down to the wire when free agency starts, yeah. if if, yeah. if 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 it even does happen.
2: Um. Well, but. we'll we'll know where this is at come whatever that date is because if it's the tag yeah, the tag deadline's coming up soon anyway. And they put that tag. Well, I think no. I thought the tag was in March.
1: Right. That's what I mean. I'm, yeah. I'm on I, show, I think if they
2: throw that tag on it. Actually. I think if they throw the if they throw the exclusive tag on him, that tells me they're optimistic it's going to get done because there's no way they are going to throw whatever that cap number is forty plus million dollars. Forty-five, on yeah, for a guy that's just going to be here for one season potentially. Right? Well, and like,
1: Acosta even said it. Like, I think he said it not even this offseason. I think he said it last offseason. He was like, "We as an organization don't like to use the cap." Because it's all against or the the tag, sorry. Yeah, because it's all against the cap. And right. honestly, that's I like not only not only does it not behoove Lamar to play on the franchise tag, it doesn't behoove the Ravens to put
2: him on the tag. Well, and exactly that was my next point. It's like, it's like so, you're essentially because we I think everyone collectively knows if that tag is put on him and he doesn't have an extension come whatever that date is that that cap number is the number for the season. If that's what it is. He ain't playing, and you're spending that amount of money because
1: you couldn't. Yeah, it's a Lev, it's a Lev Bell situation. I think. Yeah, like,
2: like, so I think it's in. If they, if they put that, if they put that tag on him, I actually am more optimistic. Obviously, but if they don't and they put the normal little, just like not exclusive, I think we know. So we'll know in the next month. But just sucks. It's shitty. It does. Yeah, it it's, a, it's a shitty, shitty, shitty situation. Um, But yeah,
1: I mean, hopefully, like just from a, a fan slash person who talks about it perspective, I hope we get some news, or at least maybe a couple little I nuggets.
2: We I think we're start getting some nuggets here soon, as as to the fact, like that nothing has been leaked and like no rumblings of what, like we still don't know exactly what that offer was before the season started, like. I think that like 99% of that has to do with
1: just him not having an agent.
2: That's what I mean. It's just crazy. Like you've never, and I think that's why it's also way more stressful than any other free agent recent memories because like no one knows, like no one has any clue what is happening. And I think everyone's kind of just like, I think like it's crazy. I think Ian Rappaport knows the same amount as you and I do in this situation, maybe (laughs) a little bit more. And he's having sources where he's like, all right, I won't share what's going on. I don't, I don't know. But But then one thing you
1: have to think of with that to that point though, is you have to imagine his sources are, are coming from the franchise, right? Like the organization. So are they like, is it true what they're saying, what he, what his sources are telling him, or is, is it like negotiation
2: tactics kind of through the media? Uh, like, I, I think, I think that's, I think that's also all what Lamar's been doing on like Twitter and his, like, it's been up until maybe what he posted the week of Cincinnati, when he posted his injury, I was like, oh, <laughs> no, that was so bad. Um, I don't know, bro. I have no idea. Some days I wake up thinking they're going to get it done, and I'm going to wake up to the notification in the middle of the night or in the beginning of the day. Do you, have, do, you
1: have, do you have your tweet alerts
2: on? From, like, whom? I don't know, from the Ravens, from Schefter. Yeah, nah. I no? don't. They, they tweet too much about shit for my notifications to be blowing up. Um, yeah, that's fair. So, but once we get closer to the deadline, I probably will. Yeah, I'll I'll probably do the same. I don't have them on yet. No, um, I, I definitely will once
1: we get to that point. But yeah, yeah. Not yet. Once once we're like a week or two out from the tag deadline is when I'll once,
2: probably put you like on. You know, a winter or a summer storms about to hit, you feel that in your plums. Like you feel <laughs> you feel a little you feel a little moisture in the air. Yes. I, when I start feeling that in my plums, I'll I'll, I'll put it on. I'll tweet All about right. it. All right. Um. Yeah. But
1: yeah, you. You saying like we haven't heard anything about the Lamar contract? Easy. I feel like that's kind of just been the story of everything that's gone on since that Harbaugh and EDC press conference. Mm-hmm. Like I have it I have it written down here. We've heard nothing, nothing about the OC search except for who they're interviewing. Like and I don't know if the the Ravens are kind of just keep, keeping it tight-lipped, hush-hush or if they're like completely like we don't know which way we're going
2: like which that would worry me a little bit no i don't think i I think they have a pretty good idea of what they want to do it's now just just like with any job search right you you have a couple candidates that you really like you highlight you bring in some other guys we're just like harb's even said they're going to cast a wide net i think that's what he said so it's like sounds like something he'd say we're doing a lot of interviews and they're probably going through all the options of who the pros and cons and and all the guys they like with things they don't like. And they're probably about, to, from what it seems, they started the second interviews. I would imagine it takes about two in those situations.
1: Um, yeah, normally like two or three. D'Amico Rines was hired on a second.
2: Yeah. And so I remember actually, and I, I don't know how much correlation there is with baseball, but uh, Brandon Hyde said that he went through three with the Orioles. Oh, and shit. each one he essentially had to put through like how his system and how his coaching and like all this different stuff. He's like, I had to put together like this sh- on the last one. He's like, I had to put together this huge PowerPoint essentially with Elias. And so I, I I don't know what that would look like on NFL caliber. I really don't know what you do, but it is Dude, crazy. We've heard nothing of like literally nothing. And like what days, guys are in. Like, do you remember when they were hiring Harbs? Um, yeah, and it was like Jason Garrett, Harbaugh. Like they yeah, were all in on like yeah, a gosh, couple uh, days back to back. And like and like they were bringing the guys. In. So I guess it's different times that where you could do it via Skype and you don't have guys showing up to the facility for it. Yeah. Sure. Um, so I guess that's why, but it's, it's, it's just.
1: Well, it they were doing, like, they were doing virtual interviews back then too. Like it, you know, Harbs was Harbs was with the Eagles and like, it's not, I mean, granted Philly and Baltimore are pretty close, but you know, like I think I want to say Harbs was coming in when the, I think the Eagles were in the playoffs that year. Right. That would make sense.
2: But all I remember I, a couple of days ago, someone posted the video of Harbs getting out of like walking out the castle. Yeah. And they were like, "How yeah. you feel? He he's like, yeah, I feel pretty good. And I was just like, dude, it dude looks so different.
1: I know he's, he's aged crazy. like a fucking president over the last 14 years.
2: Well, but see, he's one of those weirdos that looks better as they age. Yes, yes. But he's aged exponentially. <laughs> he's becoming my theory that when you're when you coach a team for long enough, you become the look like. The 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 mascot. He, he looks like, like a raven to you. <laughs> like Mark Turgeon looked like a Maryland terrapin before. Yes, that's true. Like that's the true. Wrinkles on the head and like like Coach and, K I And K, K, I was
1: gonna say K K looked like a Blue Devil in the in the nineties.
2: Yeah yeah. Andy reed
1: just looks. Andy no Andy reed looks like a cheeseburger. Hey dude. He likes cheeseburgers. That's not a diss. That the team got him a cheeseburger for you know I'm not doing this with you. Nah, no, that ain't it. I'm not, not whatever. Um, yeah, but that's about it on the Ravens. Nothing nothing else kind of crazy really going on with them. Um, all right, well, that's that's really about it on the Ravens. The only other thing that I had written down about us was the fact that James Urban and T. Martin were both interviewed, but the fact that that was all that I heard about them yeah, uh, yeah. tells me that it's not
2: going to be one of them. Well, actually, the longer we get into this, the more I think it's not going to be an in-house. If it's an in-house at this point, then I will, then we're I fucked. will, I will lose my mind. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I think
1: it's going to be... I think it's going to be an external hire. It which, has
2: to be external. Has to. Has to. to, has to.
1: Um, all right, man. That's about it for the Ravens. I mean, we talked pretty extensive, a lot more extensively than I thought we were going to, to be honest. Um. But let's talk about the football that happened last weekend. Uh. So the first game. That, that game sucked ass. The first game was a terrible football game. Terrible awesome. football game. And I was so fucking excited for that game because obviously we're talking about Eagles Niners. I was so excited for that game because I mean I've talked ex- I've talked at length about how much I love this Niners team and like their defense, their pass rush, their O-line, their run game, their linebackers, go on and on and on. And then what? Like fourth play of the game, Brock Purdy gets hurt.
2: I was like, fixing the toilet when it happened.
1: Yeah, it's I mean completely took the wind out of their sails and like don't get me wrong. Like I was I was saying in the group chat to the guys Philly is unbelievable. Like, like they are.
2: I think Philly's really good. So
1: good. And even like you take Purdy out of the equation, like they completely neutralized San Francisco's defense. Like their pass it's- rush was non-existent. They're, like Fred Warner, there was a play where, where Jalen Hurts was running a uh, a read option. Fred Warner was flat-footed like two and a half seconds yeah. in, into the play. And Fred Warner is a top three linebacker in football.
2: Yeah. I wouldn't have, if you would have shown me and told me how that game went without knowing the injury situation, I wouldn't have been surprised. Just, I kind of thought it was time for Brock to sh- kind of have a bad game. Granted, he got hurt. So like that, right. it's not, it's not on him at all. Um, just that game went, kind of it kind of went not exactly how I thought it was going to go. It just kind of like, I thought that the, the Niners were going to run out of steam with, with their quarterback situation and. They clearly did, and yeah, it just it sucked. Like it just wasn't. I I think if I think if Brock doesn't
1: get hurt, I think Philly still wins, and maybe maybe it's a comfortable win, but I don't think it's a twenty-four or twenty-seven point win, whatever it was. Like I think I think yeah. maybe it's a I think maybe it's a you know twenty-three seventeen game or something along those lines. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, and and to Philly's credit, didn't make mistakes. You know, they did exactly oh, what they, they should have done in that situation. Yeah. Miles Sanders ran for like, I don't know, like 45 yards and two touchdowns. Jalen Hurts ran in the touchdown like they are a good football team. And what's even more impressive is I think they're like peaking now. Like they are completely hitting their stride right now.
2: Yeah. Yeah. they're Yeah. They look really good. They look solid. Hurts looks like he's playing awesome football. Their wide receivers are sick and their defense is just gross. Their defense is is disgusting. Disgusting.
1: And for as much as, like I said, I love San Francisco's defense, Philly's defense got me a little horned up on Sunday. Well, obviously, because you're a Philly guy. I fucking knew you were going to say that. As soon as the words came out of my mouth, I was like, nope, regret that. Yeah, I mean, that,
2: that, that's despicable. No other no other football team should get you horned up. I mean, I, I get
1: horned. I got horned up by the Niners. I get horned up by... Good football play. I literally I, – I sent you that thing on Twitter of, uh, like, that Twitter account that was, like, breaking down a cover four, and I was like, this gets me horned up. No. I like the X's and O's. What can I say? Next. <laughs> Next game. Chiefs 23, Bengals 20. This was this a good
2: game. This was an awesome game. It was, it was a great game. Was not as much of a fireworky game as I thought? No, I agree. But if you would have told me it wasn't a fireworky game, I would have said No, actually, yeah, that would have actually gone the way I thought. If 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 the Chiefs were able to manage the the Burrow offense, it didn't surprise me. That penalty at the end of the game was awful, terrible. And like, like I felt so bad for him. I was yeah, like, the, what are the you The fallout doing?
1: The fallout was was despicable. Like the fact that his own teammates, Osai's teammates, were literally like talking shit, like going into the locker room. That one guy, I forget who what his name was, was like how like you can't can't you do can't that. Tackle him there, yeah, yeah, like just dumb shitty, shit, like shitty teammates, shitty teammates. And I mean, what a shock coming from the Cincinnati Bengals. Anyway, I digress. Hmm. Um, it's just I, the guy was trying to make a play, and momentum kind of took him into Mahomes, and you got to be smarter there, but yeah, just unfortunate unfortunate um but no i I thought the game itself was great the defensive uh units on both sides were really good chris jones is just an absolute monster like he is a fucking weapon on that defensive line which i think if leading into next week if kansas city wants to have any shot at being competitive i think chris
2: jones has to have a monster game yeah he's always kind of like weirdly quiet in the playoffs it's very weird yeah, he doesn't have a playoff sack. I think he got his first one this past week. Oh, did he?
1: Oh, or okay. Two weeks ago, one of the two. It would have had to have been this week because that was the talk I think coming into the game that he had. He's played in I don't know like nine years say, or something. I thought he
2: got one in Jacksonville. I thought he did. Maybe or- he did. Yeah.
1: I, I I thought they were talking about it during the Bengals game, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, but no, I think I think the biggest story, which to nobody's surprise, Mahomes is a superhero. Like play, playing on playing on half a foot. And he did what he did, like that one that one play where he kind of like wiggled in and out of the pocket, kind of stepped up and threw a fucking strike to MVS in the end zone for for that one touchdown. Yeah, he's he's a freak.
2: Yeah, he's he's so good. That game kind of felt a little bit like, I mean, and which is fair. I mean, like people were disrespecting him. I mean, the mayor of Cincinnati was saying they wanted to do a paternal test to see if Joe Burrow was a daddy. Like, come on.
1: Shout out to Travis Kelsey calling him a fucking jabroni.
2: Yeah. Um, Mahomes was awesome. He was a superstar. He was he was through for 330 y- yards. It's just sick. Like it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh yeah. I, I'm honestly
1: I wish I was more excited for the Super Bowl just because it's not at all, Bowl, but I'm really I'm really not. Maybe it's because I have to watch the Eagles probably win another one and that's gonna suck. Um, but I just like I said in the group chat earlier, it's hard for me to see this game going in any other way than Philly winning by double digits and you know not being a super high scoring game. I just think the two like I said earlier, two things that Kansas City does exceptionally well, maybe better than anybody in the league. Throw the ball and rush the passer. Yep. The two things that Philadelphia is literally number 1 in the league in are pass defense and, and offensive line play. So and they've just been so dominant over the last few weeks, even before the playoffs, that it's tough for me to see that changing this week. And who knows, man? Maybe maybe it's the fact that Andy Reid has been in a Super Bowl before. He's coached in multiple. He just won one a few years ago. Mahomes has played in a Super Bowl. He's played in two. You yeah. know, the, this this Chiefs nucleus for the most part, everybody's been there before, done that before. And the Eagles really haven't, with the exception of maybe a few guys. Um, but I don't know, man. On paper, it's hard for me to see any other outcome than than the Eagles winning pretty comfortably.
2: Yeah. I, I mean I don't know if it'll be comfortably. I, I think it'll be a good close game. It all just depends on what Mahomes can do because that's gonna be very important. Yeah. Um I think it'll be close. I don't think it'll be a double digit win for the Eagles, but I do think the Eagles will win. They're my pick. But yeah, gonna-
1: I I hope so too. And and I mean we're gonna get into it very, very deep next week um as we have some time to kind of go through our books and and take out some picks for you but i i'm definitely leaning to the eagles i i might just you know in the off chance that it may be a, a close game i might just say screw the one and a half and take them straight up on the money line yeah but uh yeah i mean they're a one and a half point favorite over under 51 and a half uh on the money line eagles are minus 118 chiefs are plus 100 so the books think it's going to be pretty even i don't know i'm definitely leaning eagles um, one thing I will say though with the Chiefs, if you like the Chiefs, I saw it earlier. Patrick Mahomes is the odds on favorite to win MVP. Even above Jalen Hurts, like for the whole out of both teams, out of the entire field. Interesting. He's plus 125 to win MVP. And you have to imagine if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, Mahomes is going to get that MVP, right? Yes. So, if you like the Chiefs and you want a little bit more value, you want an extra 25 cents or whatever. Patrick Mahomes is the odds on favorite plus 125 to win MVP. And I think Jalen Hurts is right behind him at plus 130 or 135. And then the drop off after that is like Travis Kelsey at 1300 or something. So
2: yeah.
1: just some uh, little nugget there for you, for trying to find some value. Nice. Um, but definitely next week is going to be a huge episode for us in terms of props, in terms of bets, best picks, whatnot for the Super Bowl. We are going to have, I don't know about you, Scott. I'm going to have a ton. Like, I love betting the Super Bowl. It's my it's my favorite thing to bet of all time. Uh, so I'm going to get real wild with it.
2: Right, right.
1: <laughs> uh, all right, uh, that's about all I had on football.
2: Do you have anything before you want to before we move on? No, no. I'm, like we said, it's kind of just a meh week. Kind of just yeah. meh. Yeah. Um. But
0: yeah, man. I'm I'm I'm
2: not all that pumped for the Super Bowl. I wish I was, but yeah, I probably will be once we get a little closer. I'll get excited, but. This weekend sucks with sports, so watching Pebble Beach, watching just you no know, Pro Bowl. Well, I won't be watching. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they I saw earlier today they were doing some like golf thing, like long drive or whatever. Yeah, man. and watching Marlon Humphrey try to swing a golf club was just flat out despicable.
2: Doesn't interest me. <laughs>
1: um, all right. Before we move on, I'm just gonna real quickly put out a little bit of a bird call to our our listeners um obviously i've talked about it a little bit i love betting college basketball i love watching college basketball i'm watching ohio state wisconsin right now um if y'all want me to like start tweeting out my college basketball picks especially as we get closer to march madness let me know Shoot, da, 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 da. yeah shoot yeah. the intern a tweet shoot me a tweet dm us whatever you want if you want me to, to start putting out college basketball picks i will absolutely do that i love the research mm-hmm. about it i love following it so if you all want to dip your toes in it with me as well, and and tail me or fade me, um, let let one of us know. But that was just something I f- I figured we'd we'd throw out there. Nice, uh, Scott. Outside of football, completely. What's going on with hockey? Are we are we doing that hockey?
2: Ah, uh, well, we are we are on the bye week as well for hockey, which ah uh, okay, fucking blows. Um, no, what, it's was it was uh, All Star break? Is tonight or started today? I'm actually pumped for this year's All Star uh, festivities. We got uh, Ovi and Sid are actually competing together in the shootout challenge this weekend. Oh, that's sick. Everyone else is individual. Those two guys are pairing up together, which I think will be really cool to see them go about this. Um, hockey is there's a log jam in the East of, at the top of, of the best teams. Um, West is a little more spread. They're, they're, You got the Bruins at the top of the East that are just sick. I hate them because every goddamn time I bet them, they've lost – hold on, let me look again real quick. They've lost seven games in regulation. Seven. I'm pretty sure five of them have been when I take their money line against teams (laughs) that have no business beating the Bruins. (laughs) And they're always in Boston. God damn it. I get so mad. Um, but no, I actually love, I think they, I think the Metropolitan Division, everyone kind of like slobs all over them uh, because there's so many teams that are gonna, probably going to have five teams make the playoffs, um, which out of the eight teams, I'm, I'm not a math guy. It's a lot of guys on one side. It's more uh, than half. Yeah, more than half, which is pretty cool. But I think that's also why they're not going to is because there's just they've just been beating the shit out of each other all year. It's kind of like the AL East when you get to the playoffs. You yeah. Long run during the regular season, you beat the shit out of each other. Then it's like those other teams are just a little more fresh. Um, and I think that Atlantic is that what it's called? I think it's the Atlantic division. They've changed it so many damn times. Yeah, yeah that Atlantic, sounds right. I think the bro, I think the Leafs are, are going to make a run this year, my guy. Yeah. So I think, I think the Eastern conference final will come down to, I think it's going to be the Leafs versus, and there's a potential chance actually Dante where the Leafs kind of buggeroo is the, is the, is the, is the, is the, um is the Bruins and the, the lightning. Right. Mm-hmm. But if for however reason, the Buffalo Sabres can get in and they can get in on that last spot, that'll give them probably the last wild card spot. And if, Eventually, the Maple Leafs can catch up to the Bruins because the Bruins have slowed down their pace a little bit. The Bees would be getting either the Caps or the Penguins, most likely, and then the Leafs would be getting the Sabers, which is just like that first-round dream setup for them to get out of that little division situation. Uh, okay, get first get that first series win since the JFK situation, and then you, then you just then you're cruising. Then you got that monkey off your back. And in any playoff run, you're going to have to face some demons. you got to have to face your divisional teams. And I think they got it this year. I think they got some better goaltending than they've ever had. I think Matthews is hurt, but I think he's he was playing some great hockey. Uh, Marner's getting like eight points a game. No one talks about Mitch Marner like they should. He's sick. It's kind of because he's a little bit of a prick too. Um, but Mitch Marner is just disgusting. I think the East, the West kind of blows. I'll be honest, there's no team out in the West that I – particularly love I what's
1: think. uh what's colorado up to are they doing anything this year no they they're, kind of struggling. they're
2: having a little a little stanley cup hangover they're getting a little hot they're seven and three they're actually the hottest team in the west going into the break at seven and three their last 10 games okay. um that that central division is just dookie mclukey they just know so what you're coming. what you're saying is this stanley
1: cup winner is probably going to come out of
2: the east yes that
1: if, if you were going to take a
2: bet it's going to come out
1: of the east that's my guess I might actually look into that, see if if I could find that somewhere.
2: I want to uh, know what are the odds of uh, Connor McMike or McDavid's um, total points to end the season? Because it if it's not north of a hundred and I'm going to say if it's not north of hundred and sixty five, y'all are tripping, and you should take.
1: <laughs> it. Uh, Connor. Did, so he, his uh, regular season goals over under is at sixty two and a half that's the only thing I don't see points I just see goals that's the only thing that I can find That is handle. disgusting
2: cuz he's kind of known as a as like a facilitator Yeah and I mean 62 goals 62 and a half is that what it is It's a little high I mean that that's I would maybe take the under on that It's
1: it's very much juice to the under it's like minus 150 to the
2: under Yeah yeah I would I would yeah yeah I would probably take that but
1: what about uh what's going on with the caps what what are they doing I know they they like they they got super hot like a month ago
2: yeah, they got. i hot heard anything into, about this. They got hot going into the new year. They got Wilson and Backstrom back, and they started slowing down, trying to get that rhythm back. And then Wilson got hurt on the same night. No, not the same night. I'm sorry. Carlson got hurt that like second night. All those guys were back, and he's been out. And then Wilson just got hurt again with taking a slap shot to the ankle. I think they were just like, hey, let's maybe just have you sit out to the uh, to the to the the break, and then we'll get you back. Um I would imagine come mid January, beginning of March, they should be full powered and I I don't love them and they're not fast enough to skate with the rest of the league at all. Um, so, no, nah, nah, I'm not feeling great about them, but they're the caps, so I'm it's always caps here.
1: All right. Well, that's not necessarily what I wanted to hear, but fuck it, caps here, baby. Yeah. Um as uh, as football starts to to wind down here, we're pretty much at the end of it and uh, baseball is not really starting yet. So oh. We will 1,000% be talking some hockey coming out of the All-Star break. Um, Might even have a guest or two on to talk some hockey with us. We'll see. Um, But that little, was just a
2: little, little, little meerkat.
1: taste. Yeah, a little. That's not little, their name. Yeah, meerkats are a real thing.
2: Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs>
1: um, but anyway, that's just a little taste of, of what's to come. We're definitely going to be talking some hockey. Also going to be talking some baseball coming up. I just mentioned it. Oh. Um, Pitchers and catchers are reporting in 10 days. I cannot wait, man. Like I'm, I'm genuinely so excited for the season. I'm a little disappointed I, that the free agent uh, signings weren't what we were at least wanting.
2: Yeah, but like I said to you when that was all happening, I said, "Come sprint pitchers and catchers. I'm I'm fired up. They're gonna go win." The oh race. yeah, for sure. <laughs> Plan the parade. Hey. Um, hey. Did you also see MLB Network rated Corbin Burns as the number yep. one pitcher in all of baseball? I did see that. I, I did see that. I am not kidding. I think the O's are going to get him at the deadline. They're going to ship one of the big-name prospects. And Bro, give him give him Jackson fucking Holiday. I don't care. Fucking get the pitcher here. Send him like Colton. Send him Heston. Send him some one of those guys attached with um, uh, Jordan Westberg and D.L. Hall. There you go. Have them. Which – can I just
1: say uh, the, the list of uh, non-rostered spring training invitees came out today? Yeah. And I don't know if this is normal, um, but 19-year-old, granted, number one overall pick, 19-year-old fresh out of high opinion. school going to spring training. Again, I don't know if that's normal or not, but that got me fired up.
2: Hey, I don't care. It got my plums swollen. I mean, you saw my tweet. I was... Jacked up. When I saw that, I I well at first I read it incorrectly. I thought it was like the major league, like legitimate full roster. I was like, oh, and so, you didn't see anybody but, on it. I was like, holy hell! Well, no, no, no. I I because I saw people tweeting about Jackson Holiday, so I just initially oh, yeah, thought yeah, yeah. he was on the forty man. I was like, what the? F-? I was like, how? And I was like, oh, 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 oh. I got real jacked up. But no, that's why you can't trade him. You can't.
1: Well, that's why you can because his his value is seemingly high. You can't. You can't trade him. I mean, they're going to have to trade somebody. The logjam of talent at those positions is just too long where we're going to have to do something about it. But get, I don't know, Ho- hopefully. Jordan
2: Kirstead or or Colton Kowser, one of the two, throw in a pitcher, a, 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 a DL, and you could maybe go get a Corbin Burns. I hope so. Just makes too much sense. Or a Max Freed, one of those kind of guys. Oh, that'd be nice. Mm.
1: I hope they do something. I just I just that I just want them to do I something. I think they I think they will I think they will at
2: the deadline. I think they will. I hope so.
1: Uh also world baseball classic starts in a month.
2: Inject that into my veins. Cannot wait to become the most wait. obnoxious patriot of all time. I cannot wait. Like me with the World Cup. No, worse. Oh boy. Worse.
1: I'm a little disappointed because um, my good brother in Christ, Trey Mancini, is playing for the motherland of Italy, and I can't root for him. Well, no, you can. No, because I'm rooting for America, because I'm an American.
2: Well, you can. Yeah.
1: probably not. Also, I think, I don't know why, but I found it hilarious that uh, Mike Piazza is managing that team. No. <laughs> <laughs> Who, Italy's? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, it's, Mike Piazza. Mike Piazza's managing the Italian team.
2: We got Mark DeRosa, dude.
1: Yeah, which I'm pumped about that. I love it. Super pumped about that. Um, and then finally, dude, we're we are two months away from opening day. <laughs> like 60-something days from opening day, bro. We are so close. I could taste-bro,
2: I'm not I'm not exaggerating when I said on Twitter I might hibernate for the rest of this winter and like not shower just. Go to my basement. Wake you up when the WBC opens.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And I'll be I'll be playing Hogwarts Legacy. And and I I can't wait.
1: I'm pumped, man. I'm super pumped. Uh well with that, that's pretty much everything that I had on the docket to talk about this week. Um we just talked about a good amount of stuff that's probably gonna be dominating our conversations over the next few weeks. Baseball starting, hockey's in full swing. We're gonna be talking a lot about those two. Uh, like I mentioned, next week is gonna be our our full Super Bowl breakdown. We're gonna get into the game. I'll do uh, I'll do a little matchup preview type, like we used to do for the Ravens. Oh. Um, fucking best bets, props. I'm gonna throw all that shit out. Um, and then obviously, when we get there, in like a month or so, we'll talk free agency. We'll talk draft. Talk a whole bunch of shit. I thought about the draft this morning, and I was like, mm. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited, but, like, not at the same time.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then we're also looking for guests. We're trying to uh, broaden our horizons a little bit with the show. We've you had we've had some on. We've had some on. We'll, we'll have those individuals on again at some point. Um, but if, you know, if you want to come on, let us know. Kevin Bradley wants on. Kevin Bradley will be on. I'm declaring that now. He will be on. If there's anything I love more than defensive – uh, X's and O's, it's quarterback play. And he's got that in spades. So him and I can talk about that at
2: length. Uh, sure. <laughs> uh,
1: all right. Last order of business, as always. Uh, we don't have picks to give out this week. Sorry about it. Um, Scott, shout out for the week.
2: I got one. It's really two, but it's one. Uh, Mr. James Gunn and the DC Comics crew. Okay. Um, the DC comic just... You are you are a big DC guy. I love DC Comics, and I've been just so heartbroken of what has happened with those movies the last 10, 15 years. 15, 20 years. Other than the Batman movie franchise and the Dark Knight and Man of Steel. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic for the first time as a fan with the overall thing of the DCU is what they're calling it. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Way too close to the MCU, but DC but yeah. DCU,
1: DCEU uh, I wish they sticked with. That's just kind of
2: Feels better yeah, coming off the tongue. Extended universe, yeah, it would have made a little bit more sense. But I'm excited they released their whole little. I think it's like phase one, gods and monsters phase. Um, I'm a little nervous with the Superman castings. Who knows what happens? But best of luck to those those sons of bitches doing that whole uh, that whole thing. And please, the Christ, please let it work because if not, I'll be I'll be quite distraught. Yeah, no, that'll break you. I'm sure it would. Uh, it was where i'm at with 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 when they cast tom holland i was like i loved andrew so much but the movies kind of sucked and i was like okay like can we please just start making good spider-man movies like consistently please so that's where i'm at with dc comics so i'm i'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be
1: my next thing i was going to ask you absolute like make a decision right now who do you scott bradley cast as superman
2: well <laughs> we had him uh <laughs> i don't know because they're, they're trying to they're, they're trying to make him younger which i hate yeah he's supposed to be like 25 in the next yeah, movie I right hate, i hate that so i really don't know because it's gonna have to be a younger actor and i don't know enough like younger-ish actors that I could go pull that off i saw for batman and this has been a guy that For how I think what they're trying to do with Batman, with him being a little bit older than Superman, is get my man Jake Gyllenhaal up in there. Like, yes, go Jake Gyllenhaal for Batman. He would be perfect. Then go get Timothy Chalamet for Damian Wayne, and you're good. There you go. That would be lethal, dude. That would be so perfect. You got Batman and Robin. There you go. That would be
1: that. Honestly, that's almost too perfect. You know, right? Makes
2: too much sense. Makes too much sense. But I think. They gotta get it right because it's they're not this isn't just like a, a, a two-movie thing. Like I think right, and, this is
1: gonna be the franchise. So presumably,
2: okay, and you gotta bring in it because from what it seems, they're gonna try to get someone for Superman who's a little less known. So you gotta have someone in there that's an A-lister that everyone knows, like Robert Downey Jr. Everyone knew who Robert Downey Jr. was. Sure. Um, I wouldn't mind someone said Steve Roger or Steve Rogers, uh Chris Evans as like the Green Lantern wouldn't be opposed. Ooh, okay. Wouldn't be opposed. Um, I could see Chris Pratt doing that too because he's apparently looking at the DC Comics as well. well. And he's he's got a relationship with James Gunn, so that just makes correct, sense. Correct. So who knows, man? So
1: uh, Eric Italiano, he he's been banging the drum for Jake Gyllenhaal as Batman for years.
2: Years, so, dude. It's been a thing with monks. Like he needs to be Batman at one point in his life.
1: He has to. So Eric Italiano, he he floated out there. Obviously, he's not twenty-five years old, but I think he could probably play young. Miles Teller as Superman kind of is interesting to me. Yeah,
2: yeah, that would be cool. That would be cool.
1: And I, like I said, he's not 25. Like, I think he's in his earlier mid-30s. But, yeah. I mean, he can't I, – I think if you said he was 28, 27, 28 years old, I don't think anybody would <laughs> you yeah. on that.
2: Yeah, I, I would be all in on Miles Teller as a I'm, younger – I mean,
1: yeah, I'm a huge Miles Teller guy anyway. Not that that's yeah. a after,
2: after kept secret. Time. Oh, well, he's a Philly guy too, so that makes sense. God, fucking damn it, Scott. <sighs> Just adds up, dude. Just adds up. All right, moving on. Hey, um, um Anna Diarmes uh, as Lois Lane. Wonder Woman.
1: Ooh, yep. Check the box. I'm I'm all the way in. Give me it. Yes, immediately. Uh, all right. Shout out to James Gunn and DC Comics, DC best Studios, whatever they're calling themselves. Yeah, best I'm, of luck.
2: I'm I'm in your corner. Let's get this done.
1: There, there's one person. Um, right. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, my shout out this week goes to the city of Tampa. Uh, I mentioned it last week. I was in, I was in Tampa this past weekend for Gasparilla had a great time. The city was awesome. Did a bunch of cool shit. Uh, shout out to shout out to my hosts, my friends down there. They were very much appreciated in doing what they did for, for us for the weekend.
2: Did you have any pirates booty?
1: Um, no, did not.
2: You didn't have the popcorn.
1: No, did not have any popcorn while I was down there. Indulged in quite a few other things, but not popcorn. Well, um, But no, so Saturday for Grasparilla, we were on this, uh, we were on this bar, like literally right on the water in the Bay where, where Tom was hucking the Lombardi. Um, and it was dope, man. Like we, we bought tickets for it. I forget how much it was, but bought them like months in advance. And it was like all it's open bar. And they had like a, um, like a brunch buffet. And it was like from, from 10 to three, all you could drink, all you can eat. Uh, and it was literally like right on the water. We had a table to our group. We had like 10 or 12 of us there. And then I later found out that like the spot that we were at is like a pretty like well-known spot in the Bay. Uh, my buddy was there for new year's Eve and said his table was right next to Aaron judge and Tyler Wade. So yeah, really dope spot right on the water. And then later that night we went to a couple bars and ended up at this place called Soho saloon, which is uh, like right across the street from university of Tampa. So it's like a college bar, but it was like, I had a great time. It was one of the more fun times that I've had at a bar in recent history. Um, and just overall, man, city was great. It was clean. It was very nice. Had a great time. A lot of good food, good drinks, good sh- good shit that we did. Uh, so shout out to the city of Tampa.
2: Nice. I'm glad you got home safe, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I did. Definitely be going to, I'm going to be going back at, at some point in the in the near future. Um, but until then, I, I had a great time and shout out to the city of Tampa.
2: Wonderful. Nice.
1: All right. That about wraps it up. Episode 39 in the books. Scott, send us out.
2: Stay hydrated, babes.
1: Well said. Keep going.
2: Thanks. Peace.
0: I'm on top of the world when I call you my girl, my heart's racing